Well, hello. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. And, and this, this is Married, married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly. About being married to each other. And the industry. What up, lady? Hello, love. <laughs> How are you? Um, I'm doing pretty well. Pretty well. I like that. Pretty, 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 pretty well. Um, have some things moving on to the next stage of development. Hopefully. Like um, to the projects that I have with the company. Um, we have phone calls tomorrow and hopefully they go well. We'll find out. Oh, very nice. Um, and then this Friday, um, my co-writer Rob and I were trying to throw together a very informal table read for our pilot. Woohoo. So, you know, things moving along. Very, very nice. How about you? Very nice. I'm fantastic. What's going on? Life's good. You Life's know, good. I mean, yes, there are challenges, but just approach it from a, from a, yeah, things are good. Um, <laughs> just, just come at it with a positive yeah, attitude. Yeah, positive attitude all the way. Do what you've been doing for 35 years. Exactly. Positive, exactly. positive, 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 positive. positive. <laughs> um, Monday, I was at Shutters on the Beach in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. Major shout out to Emma Stone for helping me. Emma Good. Oh, Emma Good. <laughs> Emma I mean, Good. Sh- shout out to Emma Stone too. <laughs> Emma Good uh, for helping me set up, and Amanda Carosa for being there while I was doing it and being my my assistant through the thing. My company, Dance and Romance, where I choreograph original wedding dances. Mm-hmm. I finally took it to the next level and yeah. went to a VIP bridal expo, and it was quite the experience. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people came through. Uh, a lot of people were really interested. There's this one mom who was at my booth and then she goes, oh my God, my son needs this and went, I'll be right back and came dragging her son and daughter-in-law, soon to be daughter-in-law over going, you need to meet this woman. Um, And that was really nice. It was really exhausting, but wonderful. I realized at midnight the night before while I was painting my nails in bed, the dress that I wanted to wear was our the rehearsal dinner dress that mm-hmm. I wore at, at our rehearsal dinner. I haven't tried that on since the rehearsal dinner, and I've had a baby. So I had the thought at like and midnight. there's been a few intervening years. Yeah, you know, I was like, am I going to fit in this dress? And so when I got dressed on Monday and zipped it up, it was just what, this like woman moment of like... Victory. Huzzah! <laughs> Victory! Victory! I did have to bring my pump, though, and pump while there well, yeah. between setup and the show. And so I'm, I'm in the bathroom just, like, doing it. I was like, well, yep, nope. Mom life. Mom life, yeah. entrepreneur life, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Keep on hustling. But it was it was very uh I'm very proud of you. Thank you, babe. Yeah, there was, it was it took nice. a, There was a lot of stress leading up to it and a lot of balls up in the air and you did a great job of juggling everything and really Thank getting you. everything across the finish line. I really appreciate that. And you know, ideally this new venture, it's not a new venture, but this I've been doing it for this years. Reinvestment, but this, is, this is a push. A reinvestment in this yeah. venture will yeah. generate more business and more flexibility for Absolutely. you. And then, you know, more income for us never hurts. Right. I think that that's one of the interesting things about um the industry in general is like until you break, and until you're working, All the you just gotta you keep gotta on, do. keeping on, keep and on, keeping on. Like we talked about day gigs so many times, but the reality is, it's like you have to keep finding new irons to put in the fire, or check on old irons that were in the fire for a very long time, right? To pull out. So it's like, day. hey, are you warm? Are you hot? Do I need to <laughs> heat you back up? It's also a way as artists to be creative when we do things like my dance business mm-hmm. or things just to to keep things creative, all the projects you're doing mm-hmm. and just working so hard oh, until the, that one breaks. You're like, all right, just keep on there pushing. There is a, um, a friend of mine recently signed with a new company uh, oh, with yeah, new managers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, 
he listed me as his stylist on his paperwork. So, um, love that. And he's the, he's the type of actor that's, uh, he's honestly one audition. He's been working as, um, he's been booking pilots and he TV is shows a, and movies. Not just a working actor. He is like, he's like, about to break. He's about to break. He's and that one, he, one audition away. And he, um, he just signed with a new company that's really going to take his stand-up, his writing, his acting, and everything to the next level. So ideally, he books a series regular, and I, and then the management company just hires me to be the stylist for everyone. Wouldn't that be... Be great income. It'd be great but it's so income. But it's one of those weird things, like as we're talking about married to Hollywood, yeah. about like the direction your career takes. It's like, as much as I want to be so focused on acting and producing and everything like that, am I okay with... Going if they really get his break in the stylist because it's still in the industry. You're still there, and I'll it, still be it, telling stories. But it'll right, be very. It'll different. just be a different until your big break happens. But so it's like it's a like whole thing of well, when you talk about day jobs, having to do mm-hmm. a nine to five office job, receptionist, or working in a store, working in a store, or, or a waiter, yeah. or whatever it is, versus going okay, I have this opportunity which could get me. In the industry, it's just on a different side. It's just not getting seen as an actor or producer. So it's a challenge. So it's a challenge, but it's also an exciting opportunity for sure. It's just the concern that if I'm not being seen as an actor or producer or creative, that I'm going to be pigeonholed to something other than. But then, you know. But not always, because it it makes you so well-rounded and you just never know where it could take you. One of the interesting things that started to happen in the last week is all of the industry holiday parties that are coming up for Halloween. Yes. That we're trying to figure out which ones we can go to, when it's appropriate to get a sitter, which ones we're skipping. And But it's <laughs> weird because I think for the first time since we got married, maybe definitely for the, since the first time since we've had Lila, yeah. where I'm like, I need to go to all of them. Like in my head. How funny. I Because in the past, I've been the one being like, all right, we have four tonight, we have to make an appearance. And he's like, babe. Pick one. We're going to one. I don't want to but, do any. But the interesting <laughs> thing is it's like a lot of our friends and then a lot of people that we're connected to are tearing up. And yeah. one of my concerns, yeah. and this is a concern I think every parent has in in Hollywood that's not there yet, hasn't quote unquote arrived. Had their break. Is that, you know, if you don't give face and you don't show up and you're not in there earnestly excited to be there and celebrate with people and party. You get forgotten about. You get forgotten about and you get passed over and you get yeah. like as people continue to tear and go up, they leave you being a parent. And they because think Because they go, Oh no, they're too busy. We're not yeah. gonna bother and them. And it's for which that. is you know, which is a sweet sentiment because they don't want to be a bother, but at the same time at you're the like At the same time from the parents guys include us. us. <laughs> if we can't uh, if we can't go, we'll say so sorry we can't yeah. go, but don't not invite us or don't think, oh, I'm not going to ask them if they want to be in this or do this because we have the baby. We're going to want to. If we can't, we can't. But this is to all parents in the industry too. But just, yeah, include us. Don't just put us in the parent folder <laughs> and that we're no longer artists as we, well. We kind of, in a way, going back to it, because we, we had set up a topic for the week and we talked about stuff, but working its way back to it from the notion of styling, um, is there any industry job that you would do other than acting, performing, producing, or writing that you would like? People have said to me for years, why am I not a manager? Um, 
Okay. And I always Why said, because it makes me not an actor. Okay. Uh, but that's, when that's my opinion. I know, I know, I know. But when I was at Act Now, I mean, I really approached it as a managerial. And for years after, those clients would go, can I pick your brain on this? Can I pick your brain on that? People move to this town and talk to me and I tell them what to do and they go do it and are far more successful than I currently am career-wise. Quote, unquote, successful. Quote, unquote. But it's just, it's... Yeah, no, being a manager, I would kill it. Mm-hmm. I would. But do I, I, I want don't, that? I mean, you, sometimes mm. it feels like you help manage my career. Yeah. And you help manage and I, a lot of our friends. And I love doing I love it. But do I actually want to take it to that next tier and truly do I, it? Sometimes I feel that way no. about myself, too. Because like, recently, um, the same friend that signed with New new Rep, yeah. um, I was like the the nudge on the fence for him to, to make the decision. Yeah. And it was the kind of thing where we talked and uh, I was empowering of him and all that. I think that's one of those things that um, when you're in your community of actors, when you're, you're surrounding yourself with your friends, even if they're not all actors, surrounding yourself with people that are encouraging you to be the steward of your own ship, the yeah. captain of your own journey, and like to really be the hero of your own story. If I can get a, any more cliches in there. I used to say, I still say it, you have to be the CEO of your own there small company. There we go. There we go. <laughs> if you're on small business, so, um, know your brand, market it, sell it, you know. <laughs> so that all being said, I think one of the most important things is to be surrounded by people that encourage that and Absolutely. remind you that like, you know, while you might aspire to be the next so-and-so or you might want the career of that person, there's only you. You're you the your only own you. you and you're your, your own unique individual you. Yeah. But in this industry, in order to break in, you have to kind of be tight or do this or figure this out and and get a niche way. It's kind of one of the joys of this industry in a weird way. It's like every industry has specialization, but they specialize you during the training. As an actor, you almost have to make a decision about your look, about, Mm -hmm. yes, in your training, you do need to have specialized skills. But there's an interesting thing that's like, oh, are you a character actor? Are you a leading person? And now that's like... Are you the best friend? Are you And that's getting even more gray now, all those variations. It is, because now the leading man isn't necessarily what the leading man used to be, which I think is wonderful. Yeah, it's not the Marlon Um, Brando of like the 50s, But it's the... Or just, you know, the so insanely 40s, 50s, gorgeous, handsome, like the walking Adonis billboard. You know, is it young it's Brad Pitt. It, Right. They've changed it up. Where, Brad you know, Pitt's the a character comed- actor now. No. No, he's no. still a still leading man. He's still, <laughs> he's still leading, man. leading man. But you can be he an does play a little actor. bit. You know, I think we've mentioned this in the past, but I think my favorite Brad Pitt, aside from Legends of the Fall, because that's... When I fell Burn After Reading? Was Burn After Reading. That comedic, I mean, That's a similar character. to Ocean's Eleven, even though Rusty, like, there was still a, such a comedic <sighs> element about Rusty in the Ocean's series. But Burn After Reading, he really got to, he was to just play. Playing, he was just playing Brad Pitt in the Ocean's <laughs> series. Let's be honest. He but, was just but he getting heightened together it. with He friends. heightened it. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's very, very true. But that's something, when, you, when you're new, to even when you are more established but meeting with new reps, a question you always get is, whose career do you admire? What What, career do you want to... What's your dream role? What's your dream role? Whose career path do you want to... You know, where do you see yourself? All those things. And especially my first few years here, they don't do it quite as... Well, no, they still do it. You would walk in and go... I have the so-and-so of this person and the this of this person and roll it together with this person and you have me. And you had to have like this You had to give yourself an elevator line. pitch. Yes. <laughs> and I this was just to say... This is my elevator say, pitch as a person. You know, a career, like I'm this, this, I'm and this. I'm a person. I'm a person. But the in the career I wanted back Hufflepuff. then... 
I'm awful. Okay, that's a huge tangent we can go on. Let's not do that. But <laughs> we for the so people that know, tangent. I'm a Hufflepuff. I'm afraid of lactose. Um, <laughs> keep on going. Wait, no, now you go. I'm afraid of ghosts and sheets. No, no, and, ho- and sheets with holes in them and, and regular sh- sheets. sheets. I'm a Hufflepuff, which total slight interjection. We just took Lila to Mr. Bones. That's, that was like, this is patch. an interjection in interjection. In no, I know, I know. We're, we're, we're full on going. Um, no, Inception? we're inceptioning. <laughs> a dream quick. inside a dream inside a dream inside yes, a dream. Yes, no, we're going down. But it was, it was very hot. But we went, got a couple of pictures, degrees. and it was cute, and then we left. But we got mm. to do something Halloween-y as a family, yeah. which is important. Back to, we've now pulled out of the Inception dream. Uh, but Whoa. I always used to say <laughs> the career I wanted was a combination of Rich McAdams, Keira Knightley, and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Okay. Was who Not. I wanted, because Rachel McAdams never got typed. Mean Girls and Notebook came out no. in the same year. Nope, nope, the year she broke. Mean Girls and I, Notebook came out in the same year, and, and she became A-list huge immediately, so. but always stayed out of the public eye. Kira Knightley is the queen of period pieces, which my production company, Cambridge Manor, which will eventually happen, <laughs> well, Cambridge Incorporated, will eventually I happen. I laugh over here. No, no, no. I designed the the logo in my eighth grade algebra class. Like this will happen at some point. Is going to focus on period pieces. I mean, that's my oh my gosh, it's so luscious and I just I love it. Keira Knightley's the queen of that. Catherine Data Jones, musical theater trained, powerhouse woman, won the Oscar for doing a musical on film. Like I used to love it. As I've gotten older and more and more into this industry, I uh, it has changed who I want, but I will reveal that later. Ooh. What about you? Um, what do you first? What do you think? I think coming into this town, um, this is interesting because I come to this in the perspective of like, who's your ideal mate? Like, who would you really <laughs> want to be? I mean, because we're talking about this as like a relationship to Hollywood. Yeah. Like, who you're convincing the industry you could be you for could them. You could be. Um, I've fancied myself... Um, Fancy. Well, I've always I always thought I should be on soap operas. Well, it's because you have such a soap look, and you have that brooding exactly. bad guy. Am exactly. I up to no good? I can do exactly. Not that you're smarmy. That's not what I'm saying. But on camera, you ha- can have a very smarmy like. Am I up to no good? Am I your best friend? Am I going to? You do have so, such a soap look. It's true. So, um, I always thought I would end up. Um, uh, who's the actor who plays Sonny Corinthos? On oh, Turner I love him, Hospital. Maurice. God, he's a sweetheart, Maurice Bernard. I've always Hi, thought Maurice Bernard because as a kid watching General Hospital, I yeah. was like, "Oh, I can do that." Yeah, I think Maurice Bernard. Um, and he's so lovely, by the way. I've done so many scenes with him over the years, and he's always just Maurice so Bernard, lovely. probably Robert Downey Jr. and Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman goals Ooh. as far as like things that I aspire to and see myself as because I've always had um but weirdly I've always had this body dysmorphia of thinking I'm much much heavier and fatter than I am um so I'm like in my head I want to be funny and none of those three actors to me are like comedic they have comedic talent except for Robert Downey Jr. who, who has like comedic talent is well that's true because he no sarcasm yeah he <laughs> you he is the <laughs> Is he, it the sarcasm where you can tell you know it's he's, sarcasm? He's the he's the king of making you laugh. Yeah. From making you feel dumb. Like his oh, comedy, his okay. comedy comes from. I mean, a, I'm just thinking Iron Man because he's just so sharp. No, but with yeah, it. but like Sherlock, 
Sherlock. All of the comedy that he has. Yet he has such heart and depth yeah. and groundedness in the drama side. It's because there's so much sweetness to his eyes and yeah. there's so much pain in him. Um, no, we've always said with you, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. kind of mixed with young Patrick Dempsey. Like you guys have. I don't know Patrick Dempsey's career well enough to know That's him true. That's as far true. I, I think it's one of those things where I probably watched too much reality for too long of a stretch of TV, like TV wise, <laughs> and too much Law and Order. Yeah. Because I was in a Law and Order phase for solid, like, like I was watching um, so many procedurals that I have no idea what a career outside of a procedural looked like until uh, I moved to LA. Until you came to LA. You okay, Brady? What's up, Brady? Our dog just freaked out. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, Robert Downey Jr. I, oh God, I love Hugh Jackman. But, I love Hugh Jackman. But, Oddly, I mean, he he went to Kansas. He's worked on a bunch of plays from Neil Butte, who I love, and I would love Paul Rudd's career. Yes, no, we're gonna get to that in just a second oh, because okay. that happened in the car ride. Well, okay, <laughs> yeah, no. We get in the car. How did this come up? Oh, because he's got he a new show on Netflix. He's got a new show on Netflix. He has a new show on Netflix, and then there's a new movie, and there was a billboard. There was like a double. We saw him in two things. Oh, I didn't. I only saw him on the Netflix. And we were day. like, gosh, I said. It, it started because I said Paul Rudd has found the fountain of youth because, and he drinks from it because the guy mm. looks exactly the same. And, and you I said, said he was a vampire. And I went, oh, is that what it is? And we got on this Paul Rudd tangent, tangent and then realized that he... Are you just trying to team me? Is that, what you're, is that what all that is? What? Are you trying to team me up to interject? Because <laughs> you keep on pausing after these thoughts. Well, I don't because, know. Because you, you, you were the oh. one who said it. It was just so fun. He has the, uh, the idyllic career. And he I was, a, yeah, he's, he worked on an iconic 90s film. Clueless. An iconic 90s TV show. Mike and Friends, hello. And then he has worked endlessly in indies and small films. And then he's in the largest grossing film he's of all time. Ant-Man. And but then he does two, two comedies huge and movies. he's huge with the And he does all the Jason, Jason Segel movies. And I think, and this is probably um, going to make people think I'm ridiculous. Uh, yes. I think he is the most successful actor to come out of Friends. We had that talk in the car too. Yeah. He has this career. He's also someone who won't get completely bombarded while walking down the street. Yes, he'll be approached, but he has stayed enough. Like he, the paparazzi does not attack him. But he's just a nice guy. Hugely successful. His career span, I mean, it covers everything, like you just said, Three from decades. indie dramas to the major blockbusters to huge iconic shows. Uh, I can't think of another actor. That's had that type of career from from friends or in general. In general, yeah, no, he's amazing I, I mean, from like, friends, and I love all six of them. And it's true, and Jenny Aniston and Courtney Cox. So we were saying, even Lisa Kudrow, they are still they're huge. But if you look at their Matt careers, LeBlanc is Matt a bunch LeBlanc, LeBlanc, he is, yeah. I mean, all of them, Schwimmer, yeah. Gary. I mean, we love all six of you. We love you. Um, <laughs> yes, please talk to them like very, very much. Please well, you listen. Know, <laughs> I conjured Alan Cummings in person once. I can conjure them. Yeah, sure, sure, I'm down. <laughs> to listen to the um, show. My but yes, Paul Rudd is his career as a whole. You were absolutely right when you said that. He has... And he's always, always himself. Always. It's one of the things I've respected about him is that his he's always just the same affable kind of doofy guy who's just kind of like really just happy to work and be there. Happy to work. And I've never, happy to show up. I've, I've never heard any Such scandals sweet, about him no, I've, that I've, I can I've, think people of. People who I, right, it's six degrees of separation. I've never met him personally, but I know people who know him. And I have just heard yeah. the most lovely, he's down to earth, charismatic, sweet, just optimistic. No, it's worked just what on a movie you, with him. That's Back right. In the day oh, that's in DC, right. Yeah. Um, with Reese Witherspoon and Jack Nicholson. That's right. And Owen Wilson. 
Was Owen Wilson? How do you, how do you know? Yeah, I think Owen Wilson. Oh was in yes, that. that's right. Yes, yes, yes. That movie. Oh, that didn't move um, too well financially. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we were just like, holy cow, Paul Rudd. That's how you do it. You yeah. want a career like Paul Rudd. Yeah. You want longevity, okay. and someone where you can play different characters. Yet you're you, and you're it just yeah. And but like the notion of asking Paul Rudd to be Paul Rudd doesn't get tired. The same way... You sound like you're from London. He's in that too. <laughs> yeah. But like, I feel like for like Johnny Depp, somebody who's had an equally long career, yeah. who's worked um, iconically longer... Johnny Depp, yeah. Um, who's had more cl- critical acclaim than Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he gets... I feel like since Jack Sparrow, he's just been like tight. We've talked about that. Since Jack and Sparrow, all of his So for Paul Rod, I'm just been, like, man, like I can't... Honestly, yeah. can you think of... And this is, you know spot on the spot can you think of another actor whose career has lasted three decades and they've been so their career has spanned so much not just work but yeah. has had such connection to such financial strength other than like samuel L. jackson yeah that's yeah samuel jackson i mean hugh jackman honestly but that's hugh, but he but he's hugh jackman plays hugh jackman but in a way that's like he, paul rudd can be in a movie and this is kind of like going back and forth about what we said. Yeah. Paul Rudd can be a supporting character in a movie. Yeah. And the movie works. Paul Rudd can be the lead of a movie in the and movie it works. works. Hugh's Hugh the Jackman lead. has to be the That's lead of true. his film. That's true. Gary Oldman. Has he been on TV? Has Gary Oldman been on TV? I'm, sure I'm sure he, he has. has. <laughs> I'm sure he has, but th- you said that, and I was like, oh, Gary can be the lead and kill it and carry yeah. it. He can be a supporting and break your heart and yeah, make true. you... Um, but I can't think of a. But I can't think of a TV show because he was. I mean, he's been working like a madman since the late eighties. But yeah, but you're right, Paul Rudd, because it's such an iconic mic on Friends. You know what? On the spot, I can't. It's ridiculous. I can't. Like it, the and it's not the luck because he's definitely putting in the hard work oh. and people oh sing his gosh. praises constantly. Yes. Um, but that's one of those careers you're just like, whoa, 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 wow. Yeah, it's so true. Okay, so who's your person? Okay, so it like it 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 shifted, of course, from the Ridge McAdams, mm-hmm. Keira Knightley, Catherine Jada Jones combo, to uh, a few years ago. I was really admiring well, a few, like <laughs> six. I was really admiring Carrie Mulligan for a while there, mm-hmm. um, and then I really sat down and really thought about stuff right around when the baby was born, and I was like, career people I admire. And it came blaring into my head. It's kind of a combo between two people, but if okay. I have to pick one, I'll pick one. But I'll say the two first. Jessica Chastain okay. and Emily Blunt. I mean, not bad. Right? Those are, I mean, talk about the careers. Personal, you're my John Krasinski. Like, you look at Emily and John I and on the personal side. Would and, love to be and, as successful and as John Krasinski. There you go. There, that's we had an, the same after birth care nurse, that's, in fact. That is the next... Paul Rudd is John Krasinski. Is John Krasinski. Iconic TV show. Yeah. Iconic movies. There we go. John Krasinski. We found it. We He's found the it. next Paul Rudd. And I, I, love, I love him. <laughs> the irony, and I love Emily. The I love irony of saying them. somebody's the next Paul Rudd when they're a massively successful working <laughs> actor. <laughs> no, okay, not the next, but like in the same... Yeah. You know, no, but like they... In that category of... Oh, well, because Paul had all these small roles in films and John had all these small roles in films and good he films until did his he had little, his... his little part in The Holiday. It was one of my favorite parts of The Holiday. And... You love that movie. I, I do. So do I, I do. Know, but... but no, he would always just appear. You're right. Yeah. He would just kind of be like, oh, 
He's in that too? Oh, then wait. The, then the look, office, John. like... And then even yeah. after The Office happened, he was doing those small okay. supports, and then boom. And weirdly, even though I'm not entirely certain Steve Carell is much older than Paul Rudd. I do love Steve Carell. But one of the things that I dislike <laughs> about this part of this conversation, and this is my criticism of Hollywood yes. in this conversation, mm-hmm. is it's so hard for a woman to have that career arc. I know. It is. It is. But what look are you at doing, Hollywood? Emily Blunt... Um, Yep. Jessica Chastain. All right, so the reason I just need to sing her praises for a moment, okay? Because holy cow, Jessica Chastain mm-hmm. is classically trained. She'd been working; she had been working, but no one knew her. And then she finally hit it. Mm-hmm. But again, no, someone was like, "Who's that?" In Tree of Life with Brad Pitt, and yeah. she was the wife. It was like, "Who's that?" And then it just boom, boom. These insane roles where she's kind of a chameleon. You don't always necessarily know it's her right away in movies it like might be Bryce The Dallas Help. Howard. It, as I say, the help. I know they're both in the help. Um, other films where you're like, oh yeah, that's you sure Chastain. it's not January oh, Jones. Chastain. Not January Jones. Um, no, no offense to January Jones, but no, she's not. She's not January Jones. Um, the three just, of them look the same built. to me. No, they don't. To, I said to me. You can't tell me who they look Although, like. Although no, me. Chastain and, and Bryce, I can see it a little bit. Um, but then her career just it built and built and built, and then she was playing these insane true story gritty like molly's game uh, like all these different mm-hmm. incredible films absolutely yet she's also one where the press does not the paparazzi doesn't pounce on her everywhere she I'm goes i'm always curious about that if that's like um like a payoff here or there or like a choice or if that's actually because they're not interesting to the paparazzi because they're not being dramatic i don't know i, feel I like, really don't know i feel like, those I feel like decisions it's a combination internal studio decisions like yeah. cool we're going with this actress and then we're gonna have a conversation because all of those studios are related to different press companies who buy photos and buy stories from pop from paps yeah and so it's like all right cool we're not buying stories about jessica that's true no that's true but i admire that because yes Catch we want, kill, we want that Farrow. level of success but we also don't want to step out of Whole Foods and be bombarded when we have Lila. Like we, you know, we we talk about we don't want that stuff, but we want careers that are respected with longevity that people care about that are that like critically acclaimed, like Chastain. I'll give you. I'll give you Emily Blunt. So you guys, I love you guys. Jen Garner. I love Jen Garner. Iconic TV show. Yeah. She became a huge movie star. Huge movie star and has worked consistently. And she did some of the. Really great she, smaller indies, And too. then she did, um, she had like a brief TV show on HBO. Like she's... Oh, right, with Juliette Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. She's, her career I think is pretty amazing. And she's managed to balance being a mom with all of the personal a drama. A mom with all of, the, yeah, the divorce and, and everything. I think carries it with her beauty career, and grace. I think her career is pretty impressive. I think it's just, it's, um, I think it's a real shame that a lot of women... And now I think we're going to start seeing it more and more, especially with the women who are in their late 30s uh, to 40s, is that we're going to start seeing these women get the opportunity to be chameleons, get the opportunity to to continue to be trusted. Yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the things that happens is that Hollywood's like, oh, you're old now. I don't think we can believe you. Until, this is why I like what basically want to grow up to be, Helen Mirren, like, you know... <laughs> Yeah, she's still when very I grow sexy. Up, like for real, grow up. She's in, in her this industry. 70s? I, I believe she is now. Yeah, well, I mean, I think she's been in her seventies for close to a decade. <laughs> I think she's coming up on <laughs> the eighties soon. 80. 
Um, but talk about a career where she's worked forever in theater, like the true she artist. She went topless as a kid, though, when she was in her like, late teens, early she 20s. Did. She did. As a kid, as um, a, as a adult. young adult. <laughs> a young adult. Uh, but classically trained, really earned She's her... a dame. She is. And then worked and worked and worked and worked. Talk about a career that spanned decades. She worked forever, but it wasn't until the queen that everyone knew who she was. And she on had this, this side. On this side. On the side of the pond. Um, and she had this insane resurgence in her career. And if you look at her career over the last decade or 12 years ago, when did the queen happen? 07? 09? Oh, my I God. I think it's longer ago than that. It might have been longer ago. She, though, grace and beauty and poise and talent. And I just, yeah, I want to grow up to be a Helen Mirren. And she's lovely. She is so lovely. <laughs> She I've, is I've so lovely. Had the pleasure of seeing her many times in yeah. person, and she is a doll. She's incredible. She's very unassuming and keeps to herself, and she's got a potty mouth, which is always hilarious. <laughs> 2006. Two thousand six. I was close with seven. Two thousand six. She won the Oscar in two thousand seven. Mm, That's what it was. Yes. She won the Oscar mm. in two thousand seven. Casually. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Just won the Academy Award because she was. Epically phenomenal. So I want to be Helen Mirren when I grow up, or a Helen Mirren. What about you? You mean like an actor of that generation? Yes. Can I can I go with the somebody who has the same agent as her? Sure. Uh, Jeremy Irons. Oh yeah. I think I'd also want to be Jeremy Irons because I love him. Um, I don't know if we've talked about it, but his um, when he taught a master class at Bada, I think we have. Um, his attitude about acting was kind of like. This is the thing that I'm best at in life. I can't do anything else. Yeah. But I really would just prefer to be a gardener. Oh. And the <laughs> beauty of that sentiment, because it's like, this is the skill I've been blessed with, and I've nurtured, and I've honed it, and I will continue to work at it generation after generation, year after year, and I'll be rewarded. Or I won't be, and I'll be a gardener. And when I am rewarded, I get yeah. rewarded incredibly handsomely, because he's done some awful movies, <laughs> and he's done some amazing movies. He's always incredible in every one, though. He is solid. I can't think of a bad performance. Of Jeremy Irons? Of Jeremy Irons. No. I can think of bad projects. Movies. I can think of bad movies. I can't think of But I can't role. think of him, because he hmm. always steps up and truly delivers. I would, ha- I would be hard-pressed to figure something yeah. out. But I think it would be really... Um, It'd be really brilliant to be able to have the career that he's had because of at how many ways he's been able to impact film and the industry. Yeah. But from Scar to... I know he's Scar. um, Die Hard to... What's that awful movie that I look like the lead of? It is so... Beautiful Creatures. I knew you were referencing that one. I freaking love Beautiful Uh, Creatures and it's fantastic. He was also in Dungeons and Dragons. Um, he's been in everything. He's coming up in the the TV show Watchmen for HBO. Yeah, oh, I'm excited um, for that. And just he's also nice and down to earth. And doesn't get lost in the Hollywood and kind of thing. like a pirate in a weird way. Kind of like a pirate. Like, no, he's like he's like a pirate. <laughs> when I met him, I was like, you're kind of like a pirate. You're kind of like a what kind like a Jack Sparrow pirate or like a, what do you mean by pirate? <laughs> kind of. Really? Yeah, he's just kind of like rogue. <laughs> He's a, he's a rogue. That's really funny. And like not like, and not in any kind of weirdly combative way. He's just kind of like doing his own thing. Just doing his thing. And he doesn't need anyone to kind of like come back to something we were talking about earlier. Um, for all these people, 
is the teams they've put in place are people they can collaborate with that allow them to steer their own ship. Yes. And I think that's one of those things that um, each step, each time you tear up or move forward or whatever you want to call it in LA, I think that's one of those hardest things to navigate in the relationships with your representation Oh yeah. and in the re- uh, relationship with Hollywood is like, how do I pick the right projects? Or if I'm picking the wrong project, am I picking it for the right reasons? Right. Um, Am I, am I doing things for money at the right time? Am I doing things for art at the right time? And I think that that's one of those things. You have to trust your team. And both Jeremy Irons and Helen Mirren have been with the same agent for 30 years. Oh, that's amazing. I think. That's I amazing. Think. Yeah. Um, uh, I know his wife. And it's just it, it very... It's one of those things where you hope you find and sometimes you don't know you have but yeah. you hope you found the people that you can go hey in 10 or 15 years this person's gonna be my right hand right they're the one I mean, that's, that's gonna help that's me pilot this ship as far as and sometimes when i need to step back and i can't take a leadership role yeah i can trust them because they're not going to make decisions that are short-sighted they're right. going to make decisions that with a long arc with the goal of not just making money but about this project being sustainable right and i think that when it comes to looking at careers, yeah, you know, it'd be really great to have a career like um, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen's career is amazing, iconic, huge in amazing movies. But oh my God, toward the end of mm. um, uh, is it uh, Two and a Half Men? Mm-hmm. Like on the personal side, things. Well, just... but like his team should have been getting all up in his stuff. I mean, like. Charlie. What are you doing? Even if he's just down to having an attorney <laughs> yeah. or just a manager, it's like yeah. somebody needs to be there to just help him more ship and just like attach it to something and be like, listen, yeah, let's slow down. Right. Let's not ruin everyone's life that, you know. But I've been very impressed by um, the careers of like Ray Liotta, despite all of his if ups and downs. If you build it, yeah. you will come. Like I love to miss Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah. I mean Jennifer Lopez. I think her career is pretty insane. Yeah, she I mean, she I went from a background, a backup dancer. I know. She went from a backup dancer yep. to she may even get like an Oscar nomination this year. There was like a loose, like I a little honestly, buzz about I mean, sh- you were fabulous, J Lo. But yeah, I'm also gold- please listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Golden Globe is definitely a possibility. Um, yeah, I think when I look at careers, and it's like interesting. Interestingly, yes. is there anybody who is of our generation or just a little bit younger in Hollywood where you're like, ah, oh, I could have been them? Oh, gosh, you want to play that game? They're I don't want to play that <laughs> game, but, like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, um, like... Yes, no, there, there are definitely... Okay, so this is um, a... Before we move directly into that, but it's kind of like that when you're in a relationship. Yeah. Like, we've been, you know, together for a few years now. Just a few. And every so often, <laughs> every so often, you look at another couple and be like, oh, huh. is that what we were like? Is that what we could be like? I wonder what it would oh, be like if I was that person in that relationship or if I acted like that person in my relationship. And so, like, oh, my, dig into that a little more. Well, because, like, well, like, for Hollywood, it's like, if I want somebody else's career, how do I go about doing that? Obviously, I'm going to only end up with my career and I'm only going to end up with the things that right, I get. Right. But, like, what did they do? Training wise, what conversations are they having? What clothing they are they meet wearing? At the right time, yeah. at the right, yeah. And it's like for me, because timing is everything. We met 
how many years before we started dating? Seven. So that's, think about in LA, in Hollywood, yeah. uh, you know, what relationships you had seven years ago that this next year you could start dating that production company. You could start like oh, things like that. Oh gosh. And it's like, Oh, so many. But that's that when I look back at other people's careers, when I yeah. think of like, Oh, had I, <laughs> so there was an open call when I was a kid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not an airplane mode. Copy. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was an open call when I was in college for um, the werewolves for Twilight. <laughs> and everybody I knew yeah. told me to go. And I said no. And you said no. Not that I would have gotten it. But in my head, yeah, I think to myself, what if I did? And I'm like, that's one of those things about the... About I have so many moments like that. Well, that's oh one of those things gosh. about LA that like, I look at the careers of the people that came up through Twilight. Even if... Even if you're just looking at Taylor Lautner, who like had a huge star whose star has um, quieted. I don't want to say fallen because I wish him nothing but the best. Um, but there's opportunities in this town and you have to constantly be nimbly aware of it yeah. and be able to lean in. And that's one of the weirdest parts about being married to this industry in this life is the flexibility you have to have. Yeah. That being in a committed uh, romantic relationship sometimes gives you that flexibility because you know you have a safe place to land. But at the same time, you're like, well, I don't know because this is a whole lot of risk if I lean into this and I could put my whole marriage at risk because of finances or something. So it's a really interesting place. But anyway, so whose career? I I know on the spot I can't even think of. Do do you have someone specific in mind? Um, uh, Yeah. Aside from Beautiful Creatures, Han Solo? I mean, I don't think I could have had his career because Steven Spielberg didn't find me in a bar mitzvah video. I know. Bar mitzvah video. No, I know. I know. George Lucas saw me at a thing across the way and years ago, my mom was like, oh, if only. But yeah, no, I didn't. That's, I mean, that's one of those things. That's a whole story, but I won't go into it. Lean into it. (laughs) Um, I, I think one of the things that, uh, one of the careers, honestly, that I could have, if I really got lucky at the right time, is Rami Malek. Yeah. Honestly, I'm just a bigger, more, like, more red-blooded American version of Rami Malek. Yeah. So, as far as that, at least the non-ethnic roles that he's played, I can play all the things that he's done. I can do all the work that he did. So now it's like, okay, maybe I need to like see what he was doing because he's, I think I'm older than him or like right around the same yeah, age. Yeah, yeah. So it's like... I mean, he's fun, he is oh, phenomenal. No, he's an incredible actor. He is, he he's is incredibly hardworking, incredibly yeah. impressive. But it's one of those things where you're like, all right. But you look at the career and you're like, hmm. What can I learn from hmm. them? How can I mimic them? Yeah. And how can I copy them without copying them? <laughs> how can you copy them without copying them? Yeah. What about you? I, oh. I honestly, too loaded. it's too loaded. I, I can't think of a specific younger actor where I'm like, oh, that could have been me. Because it also is a very dangerous game of you don't want to go down that road because then it takes your mind into a very 
almost dark, pessimistic, oh, what could have been This is mode. the only probable place where I end up being more optimistic than you then. No, no, it's not that. You you want to steer with the positive and the future and where you are and where you're going. As you start going, oh, if I'd only done this, I could be that. Or, oh, I could have this person's career. Could be, yes, it can be motivating in one end, but it can also take you down the rabbit hole that there's no worth in having that kind of energy sucked out of you. Oh, interestingly, I don't, I don't come to it from that place or hear even like when I'm saying those things, I don't even hear. Like that Hmm. isn't even in my head. All I'm thinking is like, what tools did they put on their tool belt? Oh, for sure. I mean, you want to look at people you admire and go, who, what was their first job? Who was their acting coach? Uh, Who gave, what casting director cast them in their first thing? What was, I mean, you want to, you want to definitely do all that for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I don't have any of the negativity you just threw out is my point. Stop saying negativity. I'm not a negative person. It's I I didn't you did it's no it, it's not you just you want to be careful it's very it's very easy in this town mm-hmm. as you get older and your priorities shift and change as far as you know being a wife being a mother to then go oh what did they do that I didn't do and they're younger than me and more successful that maybe that's a woman versus man thing in this maybe. industry that's where your mind can start to go in a way where you normally don't go and I am very optimistic and that is no where I know a hundred percent. That's where you can flip and go, mm, let's not play that game, but let's focus on going forward. But there are many, many younger actors. I just can't think of any off the top of my head. <laughs> well, I but think there, that, there that, are kind of, a ton. that kind of comes back to the notion of like the, um, the baked in sexism of the industry mm-hmm. that I do have the luxury of the next 20 years being able to probably play the same 10 year range and it being yeah. acceptable. In Hollywood, um, whereas for you, they'll be like, "Oh, but what age is she really? We can't see her as that, even if you still only look <laughs> like you're in your mid thirties when you're in your fifties." Yeah. Oh, that would be nice. I hope so. I mean, based on your mom, you're not really going to age up too much. Hi, mama. Yeah. Um, no. One thing you actually said to me about Jessica Chastain. This was mm, when within the year. <laughs> it was within the year. Oh, it was when we were watching Molly's Game. Um, he, you said something to me along the lines of. One thing she and I really have in common is you don't really know how old we are. We could swing 25. We could swing 35. We could be this. We could be that. Are you... It's just how... They're just these certain... But he was like, you and her, he was saying how we have a similar essence of... Yeah. There's a timelessness to you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. No, that's what you were saying. There's a timelessness, which is going to be very interesting to see as we truly get older what that does from the male versus female side. So... To <laughs> to put a pin in it, to wrap it all wrap up. Wrap it up in a pretty bow. What color bow? Um, purple. Always purple. Purple. I love it. Always purple. Purple. Um, what are some things that you think for people who um, want to come out to L.A. Uh, or want to move to Holly, uh, Hollywood, New York, Atlanta, London, wherever, to pursue this dream and this insanity, um, what are some things that they should be wary of when they're thinking of somebody's career that they would want? You kind of like got in there a little bit. G- okay. There's so, so much. I that there's so much. All right, you start. You start. What like well, what would, do you I would say um avoid the social parts of it and focus on the work. I think that one of the things that's the most the work, yeah. dangerous thing in the aspiration is like 
people come out to be famous. And uh, if, you're f- if you're famous for being famous, good on you. Congratulations. But there's that's not sustainable no, from it's work. Not. It's you not. can't put in hard work to stay famous. Yeah. You have to put in hard work to still working. To still no, be working. I, I used to tell my clients, if you're here to be famous, you're in the wrong industry, get out. Yeah. Like it that's not you're or you're in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, that's exactly. not why you should be here. And if you're in it if you're in it for the money, if you're in it for the riches and the get trappings out. and all the things that come with it. <laughs> this is not for you. Well, there's also so many other industries you can get rich in right. that won't cost you as much <laughs> to get there. That's so true. That so, is so true. I, I think that's what I mean. Like what are like because when I look at somebody who's younger than me, when I look at like, I don't know, Timothy Chalamet or Finn Wolfhard, where I'm like, all right, cool. You're half yeah. my age. Oh, Millie Bobby Brown. I know we got into the whole you're talk half about my, her the other night. You're half my age. Half our age. Well, here's, here's a weird thing to think about. I'm 33. Millie Bobby Brown's what, 15? She's 15. So in 15. eight years, yeah. when she's 23, yeah. and I'm 41. Mm-hmm. There is That's what you were saying. A legitimate right. chance, chance that, that Hollywood, if, even if I'm even if I'm just a working actor and I'm like a named actor, they could make me like the abusive, weird husband, right. in a relationship with Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown. Brown, versus casting someone who would be more Whereas close to my age or Finn Wolfhard, I'd be out. who's sixteen, right? Same show, yep. Stranger Things yep. in eight years, not a chance. You might be like the teacher, like, like the I'd professor be the, I'd be the, in college, the, teacher the professor in college might. trying to pick up on the young kid. Right. Like that's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Just that's how the, weird our town is. The mentality is. of but the, I, like, oh, that's But like, so what true. are some things that you moved out here when uh, you'd say to people other than just like, you know, don't get torn up in the trappings. Like what are, whose careers. To, like to truly follow your gut and not yeah. let your mind get in the way of things. Like there, like you said, there's so many instances of the oh well, what if I had gone on a date mm. with that person, or what yeah. if I had gone to that party instead of backing out last minute, or what if? But uh, again, that can get dangerous of, of that. I think, I, I think the most important thing when you're getting started in, in this town is to say yes to as much as you can, as much as you can, with your eyes open but and keep your ears your eyes open, very open. Don't put your head down, and your head up straight. Don't 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 make the mistake of. Um, apologizing or making forgivenesses for people because they're more powerful yes. than you. We are all people. Everyone in the industry, they're all Just a person. people. And that's something I think as you get older, that becomes much more um, clear and you feel it more mm-hmm. as opposed to when you're 20 and 21 going, oh my gosh, that person, look at the success and what they do and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, let's sit down and have a meeting. Let's just talk. But that also comes with confidence as you get older, yeah, and and all of that for sure. But there, oh, there, uh, this could be a whole other episode. There's too much yeah, to go into, sure. and we're trying to wrap it up. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this could be something we talk about, sure, in the future. For Sounds sure. good. Let's yeah. do that. We're gonna we're gonna do that. We're th- this is gonna be a to be continued. TBC. TBC. Yes. Um. But I love you. Love you and too. I'm proud of you. Thanks. I'm proud of you too. We're going to be not the next Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. We're going to be Amelia Myers and Jason Rosenwalk, but we're going to be really good friends with them and go to dinners and our kids will play. It'll be great. Sure. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thank you all for tuning in. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwalk. And this has been Married, Married to, to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>